respect we offer to all, in times past and present, who have opened the doors of wisdom, reuniting all beings with their intrinsic purity. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. The recitation of this rosary ever expands the awakening of faith in the three jewels, Bodhi, Dharma, and Sangha. Bodhi, Saranam, Gachachami, Dityampi, Tatiampi, Sabaha. I turn to the perfect nature of truth for guidance. Again and yet again, may it be so. Dharmam Saranam Gachachami Dutiampi Tatiampi Saha I turn to the teachings for guidance again and yet again may it be so. Sarangam Saranam Gachachami Dutiampi Tatiampi Saha I turn to the holy order for guidance. Again and yet again may it be so. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Do you have the noble truth of suffering? Do you have Samadaya, the noble truth of the origin of suffering? Do you have the the noble truth of the extinction of suffering? Dukkha Narodha Gami Patipada, the noble truth of the path that leads to the extinction of suffering. So long as these four noble truths are not understood, we shall wander in sorrow and ignorance. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. All formations are transient, and each All formations are subject to suffering, dukkha. All things are without a self, anatta. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Namo prajna paramita hiradaya. Homage to the wisdom in the heart. Form is not different from emptiness. Emptiness is not different from form. This is the teaching of our spiritual ancestors, Gautama Buddha, and all the great teachers who have transmitted the Dharma to this holy day. Blessed is the knowledge of emptiness. Homage to the devotees of this and all paths of self-purification. May all find simplicity, the joyous and practical guide. The Dharma, being the contents of enlightenment, in which there is no bondage and no suffering, offers freedom from the cankers of ignorance and fear. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Sangha is a holy order of spiritual ancestors, monks, priests, 
and all those who follow and practice this path. Homage to the Sangha. Homage to all who are approaching this holy path. Homage to all who follow and establish this holy path. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. By compassionate comprehension that dissipates delusion. By compassionate aspiration that harms no one. By compassionate speech that makes for clarity. By compassionate self-discipline that brings no regret. By compassionate livelihood that brings no discredit. By compassionate endeavor that results in goodness. By compassionate mindfulness that proves this path. By compassionate awareness that leads to nirvana. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. With this recitation, I do confirm my acceptance of these three pure precepts. The precept of restraint and religious observances. The precept of obedience to all good laws. The precept to benefit all sentient beings. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. With, with this recitation, I do confirm my acceptance of these ten great prohibited precepts. Not to lead a harmful life, nor to encourage others to do so. Not to take that which is not given. Not to commit or participate in unchaste conduct. Not to tell lies nor practice believing the fantasies of authority. Not to use intoxicating drinks or narcotics. Nor assist others to do so. Not to publish other people's faults. Not to extol oneself and slander others. Not to be avaricious in the stole of the teachings. Not to be angry. Not to speak ill of this religion or any other. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. In the practice of loving kindness. In the practice of pure attention. In the practice of ever-expanding faith. In the practice of constant devotion. In the practice of inquiry through correct behavior. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself. Oh, happy blessed day. Oh, happy blessed place. Oh, happy blessed time. Oh, happy blessed path. Oh, happy blessed opportunity. In this way, I do most deeply vow to train myself.
here in your humble submission in order to experience this most perfect now. I bow and sacrifice all thoughts, all tensions, all pressures, and desires. I am born of karma. I am heir to karma. I abide in karma. And I am supported by karma. Whatever I do creates karma. And I shall surely experience this karma. The merit for all the acts I do freely offer to all beings. Dujyanti, Tatyanti, Salaha. And again, and yet again, may it be so. This is the name of the key to the gate of awakening. For even to awaken from deep sleep and face the new day, there must be the willingness to it. Here in my hand is the opportunity, and the way is clear beyond the gate of thought and desire. There is no self and other. And the awareness of pure, undisturbed consciousness slips into all consciousness.
Shall we look at this morning? Mm. Um, I read something recently that was talking about uh, uh, when humans were hunter-gatherers many millennia ago and um, and then someone uh, somewhere put together about planting things and not moving around so much and storing things staying in one place and building houses your house and that just changed everything. It just changed everything on the face of the earth, literally. Um, and this is, <laughs> and I never thought of that, never looked at it. history that way. I'll pause. Yeah, yeah. So that, so that the, the, the process of human over the course of a millennium, millennia, that not moving around so much, moving from hunters and gatherers to planning, storing, building a house, your house, and how that changed everything. Yeah. And you never looked at history like that. Uh-uh. And I have a house that is mine. We all kind of do. Some less over here, but out there, if you're at all fortunate, in quotes, 
You have a house that's yours that separates you from everyone else. Uh-huh. No one comes in your house. You hope that you don't uh, allow in. And it, it's, well, let's see, why am I talking about this? It just makes for some interesting things to look at. Uh-huh. Like, well, the first and most obvious thing is conditioning, saying it shouldn't happen this way. And we shouldn't be like this. Blah blah blah. So that's the first and most obvious thing. Um, yeah. So so there's this there's this whole thing that you've been looking at, and the first and most obvious thing about that process is that you can you notice conditioned mind is going to well, it shouldn't have been like that. It shouldn't that gosh, that shouldn't happen. Look what a that's got any value whatsoever. We can do it. Yeah. Yeah. But you know, it does, uh, looking at things that way, it does uh, kind of, there's some impetus to be less of a consumer, for instance. Uh-huh. And less, I mean, I am really isolated. Uh, I isolate myself. I isolate myself. Uh Uh, And and maybe um, see what happens if I do less of that. Just to see and, you know, not listen to where you shouldn't be how you are stuff. Mm-hmm. Just see. Uh, <coughs> if there's something else, then staying in my house. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, it's doing it's my stuff. Yeah. With my furniture and my sheets. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, so, so it sounds like there's a process, too, that that is raising, in looking at all of this, that it's raising a possibility of being different with, quote, my house, my stuff, my, and, and really maybe even experimenting with, well, what if I didn't think that way so much? What if I, I changed that and, and looked at it differently? What would that be like? And then there's the possibility that if you went with the voice that it just shouldn't, shouldn't, just shouldn't be that way. That, that shuts down the, uh, that exploration, that curiosity that you're describing. So I've just started looking at these things, so I don't know where we go or if anywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's just really sort of... Uh, put holes in the perspective I've always had. Because uh-huh. I just never looked at it. I just, you know, houses are just houses. And people just, of course people have houses. 
And of course they're their house. You don't just walk into somebody no. else's house. No. Yeah. And then that whole and the whole concept of ownership of you know houses, they just of course. It it raises these these uh well, I don't know. Well, what, what would it? What would it be? Like, you know, if we looked at it differently, what what effect might that have on the on the planet on on us? Sort of an exploration like that. Yeah. Now, what I was reading suggested that the very building of houses um, very possibly was the beginning of thinking. In I terms. Mm-hmm. That's interesting, isn't it? That's actually what came up for me as you were describing the whole that, that thing in the first is that oh, the illusion of a separate self. So that so there's some that that that's how the thinking began to get into humans, whatever, of an I, of a me, a, a kind of separated and again separated and, and that needs to be protected. Uh huh. Isn't that? Yeah. Yeah. So if I see anything else about it through the weeks and days, yeah. assuming I have weeks and days, oh, yeah. I come back, report back. <laughs> Thank you. Scott. <clears throat> that comment about making a mess of things, that, that is what the illusion of separation does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Make a mess of things. And um, I was looking at getting caught in that. So I was looking at communication. And that um, it seems like, on a content level, it seems like when I get busy or there are a lot of things going on or there's a transition, that what I'm supposed to believe is that, that, well, there's a lot of things and you're kind of overwhelmed and you just need to focus on getting things done. But I don't realize that I'm in a conversation that's creating the overwhelm. It has, because actually you could just be as relaxed on a, in a transition as you could any other day. Mm-hmm. You know, it's the same approach. It's being, it's being present. Mm-hmm. But the bamboozle is, I gotta rush around and I gotta do, and, nah, 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 and it's the conversation that's creating the overwhelm. Mm-hmm. And I miss that, and I'm trying to tackle the content to solve the. Mm-hmm. And actually, I don't even know if there's actually a trying to solve the overwhelm. I think the identification really likes that, mm-hmm. and some it gets off on that in some kind of way. Mm-hmm. It reinforces it in some kind of way. So let me see if I'm ready. So the identification is one that is kind of bought into or invested in this without your knowledge. Otherwise, I guess it would be an identification. But that that there's a there's a lot to do, and you just have to rush around and do that. And what you know, and just do it. And, and what you're saying is that oh, there's the bamboozle right mm-hmm. there, because there is and, and there is the possibility of having a long list of things to do and going through it relaxed, and you just move from one thing to the next. And it's it's that overwhelm. Mm-hmm. Feeling or story that is that that hadn't been before now hadn't been really seen. Yeah, I mean, and I think the general in the world, if you were saying, well, you know, this is and I got it, and then I'm gonna go, and you know, so there's just a lot of people who go, oh yeah, I can see the, the, the and there's no mirror yeah. to go, well, it sounds like you're in a conversation <laughs> about da 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 da. 
And the other thing I was thinking about it is um, when I when I'm in that place, uh, part of the karma is is it doesn't even occur that I could ask for assistance. Yeah, there's no place in that karma for asking assistance. And because, well, as you said, kind of contrasting what's out in the world, no one's going to think, well, you know, it might be possible just to go through that whole long list relaxed. But but here there's a mirror that that gets held up, that that's a possibility. And then within that space of possibility, it can occur to ask for assistance. Yeah, which, yeah. And so for those things, so because of course it doesn't occur to ask for assistance because that would be out of the way, out of the identification. Mm-hmm. That would be the portal. But of course you have to be in a space for it to come in to ask for assistance. And you need some reminders of the propensity is to not ask for assistance. Uh-huh. Which brings me back to how important it is to um, just, just keep with your commitments. Mm-hmm. Because that gives, you, that gives that place for the portal mm-hmm. for things to drop in. And we were talking, I think on Thursday, about the water rising in the house. Mm-hmm. And I, I was noticing that, like, I do these two check-ins with the mentor every day. I mean, sometimes more, but, like, after lunch period and, you know, before I go to bed. And there's that place of, like, well, oh, oh okay, I'm, I'll do the check-in at the end of the period right before meditation. Oh, shoot, I didn't, I got, well, you know, and, and, and water rising. Water rising. <laughs> like, oh, I didn't do that check-in. And then I noticed, like, Oh, I didn't do that check in the other day either. And then the nighttime becomes kind of superficial. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Let's just start to get through this so ego not revealed, essentially. Yeah. And the water's rising. Yeah. You know? And it's like, gosh, if I didn't live in a place where it's like, you know, you're going to stop and we're sitting in a group and you're going to talk or you get the privilege of talking to a training or a chair or something, you know, what would wake you? I mean, it seems like how high does the water have to get, you know, to do anything? Yeah. Yes, and the, and and the thing that you're pointing to though is that there's an or the process that I that I guess I'm reflect is that there's an awareness of that happening. So there's the awareness, and then there's the human kind of going in, and and the awareness is registering. Well, you know, sometimes that evening check in is sort of superficial, and then huh, we didn't we didn't make time for this. And look, that gets pushed, you know. <laughs> <Hello>. <laughs> uh, and the human, yeah, 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 yeah. And yeah. gets it though. That's the that's yeah. the thing. It sounds like it like puts a heart. Oh, the water. This is like that water. Right? Yeah. Well, because I'm listening to other people, and there mm-hmm. there my experience is then highlighted rather than that yeah. experience yeah. where you're right. I mean, there is some registering, but I'm whatever whatever might benefit from that registering won't stop enough to, to actually wake up and take that in and sort of. Like it's sort of like you're right. It must. It's in awareness, but I'm. I don't. I don't even know what the people parts processes would be. But there's a not really taking it in. Uh-huh. It is like the burning children playing in, or the, yeah, children playing in a burning building. Yeah. I'm in a burning building. You know, it's like yeah. oh yeah, it's kind of hot in here, and well, that seems like you should probably do something about that. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. But then you stop and you sit down, and someone's talking about the water rising and then the process is I, I see that for myself yeah. I, I see the water oh and then there's all the information in awareness that's been going on to relate to that process to that person's oh wait that's happening here it's happening now oh my god oh, water <laughs> what? <laughs> and then it's kind of like oh I did notice that yeah 
I mean, that is such an interesting process in itself. It, it, it reminds me of something that, that I heard uh, Sherry say before, something like, and you know, we can't ever see it going this direction. We kind of uh-huh. see it this way. So there you are, just sitting in group, hearing, and that comes up, and then there's this, all of these connections being made. Oh, that's like, and then you can see, oh yeah, those, those commitments get pushed back, and then, but, but you're seeing it as it's reflected in other people talking. And so really expressing, as you are today, a whole lot of gratitude for the structures mm-hmm. that make that reflection possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's, uh, when you're moving out of that, I just I was watching too. It's, it's a tricky, it's not tricky, it's just, it's like always, it requires being here. But because that, that lane has been greased to be unconscious and be in that identification, mm-hmm. if, I, if I lose the attention, from being here at all, it just starts to slide back, even though I just had that realization. Uh-huh. It's like the default has just been, whereas opposed to if I haven't been doing that and I'm not in that mode, if all of a sudden it's like, oh, 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 oh be like, what? You know, it would wake me up a lot quicker. Uh-huh. But it's almost like I'm talking to you now, the water's rising, oh, okay, whoa, those check-ins are really important, and then I could walk out of here. And be right. Okay, so I gotta do this. And what about that? And I'm like, my dad. You know, down the grease line. Yeah, down the grease line. But I guess the benefit of that and seeing that is that, well, if you want to be here, there's no. Um, and gosh, this is always true, but there's no taking that lightly. Mm-hmm. It's not like, well, I could cruise, or I mean, that's never true actually. But it, you can really feel it. Mm-hmm. You know, if I'm not doing something, you know, especially like on a Sunday. Mm-hmm. to assist myself to be here, I can just pretty much know I'll be back in that karma. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very likely. Yeah. So, what would you like to, what kind of mirrors would you like to set up for yourself today? Mm-hmm. And then I heard, well, how about we check in every hour? And then I heard, no. We're clear who the players are. It's so funny, it's like, well, my, you know, uh, we don't have time. <laughs> we have all day. It would actually, actually give nothing to do. Today. And you, we can't check in every. Well, I mean, you know, it's trying to justify a fight for itself kind of thing. Oh, that is so good to see. <laughs> really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then you try to pull that along, and it's got nothing really. Yeah. Except for no. Exactly. Really. Yeah. Well, and and even that is so funny. And just you know that you said that because even on a Sunday. The, 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 the environment is helping you see. It's, yeah. it's still reflecting. Yeah, because yeah, I can't make up a well, but then meditation and then da da da. And then I've got to do the working thing and that. At some point I have to eat, so that'll take time. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, they got you to So even that is yeah. providing that mirror. Oh, gosh. And you're catching it. That's well, the, I'm catching it, actually. It, having everyone laugh at that, it was just another level of disidentification. Yeah. You know, because I just watched, well, one, I wasn't quite taking that in. How, how sort of funny that is. How ridiculous, how that's not me. Yeah. Oh, you know, again, it's that level of like, I know that no wasn't me, that wasn't really, there's still, it uh, still feels like me in the sense of what I just saw was I'm being, I'm being blamed uh-huh. for being like that. Yeah. And not being more present. Just a subtle film of that. And so if I'm, if I'm tracking, so when the, what the laughter did was it helped clarify that that is so not you. Yeah, and everybody's with me, and we're all dealing with the same uh-huh. thing. And I was like, whew, yeah. I could just feel whatever I was carrying around. Yeah. 
you know, be let go of. Yeah, it really is what we have been talking about a lot lately, of looking at the karma instead of looking through the karma. Yeah, yeah. And, and there's nothing like laughter, laughing yeah, at karma that yeah. makes it so clear. And especially if all of us laughing together. <laughs> That's really helpful. And I, and I did the last thing is just um, on that clarity about what we are and what we're not. It was making a campaign to not talk in group, mm-hmm. which I'm almost like never do. And it was, I was like, well, we'll see. Uh-huh. Because I know that game. I mean, that's just silly. You never know how. You know, and I could feel like, oh, nobody's putting on second. You know, I could I'll buy it, you know. <laughs> and just because I know that's just the process. It's just the process of getting identified and moving out of that resistance. Yeah. You know, gratefully, that's what I get to practice all day. Hopefully, you know, maybe even staying in presence. But it's that thing that we were talking about on Thursday, too, but how we never say, Oh great! I came back here. Yeah, you know, like what if I practice that all day yeah. rather than oh, I gotta identify again? Well, and we we we've even been talking about when when yeah. I put I have a chart, but I don't know if that one's on my chart. I can put that on my chart. Yes, every time you come back. Yeah. When? Oh, that would be fun. That's fun because I've been checking off items when I get done. How about I check for every time I come back here? Yeah. yeah. Oh, that one. That would be a really <laughs> big support for the for the one who said how about every hour. Yeah, and and making it fun rather than uh. Uh huh. Yeah. yeah. Thank you. Okay. I had an experience of, uh, of that kind of overload, you know, overwhelm, um, which, by, which, by the way, in the world, is how people are supposed to live. Yeah. It makes you a good person. Um, so if you say, God, I guess so much of you people did, oh, me too, me too. And then we're all affirmed. Yeah. <laughs> we're, we're doing that it right. we are important and do that. That's right, we're doing it right. We're um, right. <laughs> But I, what I was looking at was the, was the potential for information in that. So, so I was doing some things around our, our badly neglected yard and trying to beat the rain, you know, because I knew that the rain was coming in. And I have a number of projects uh, indoors that I was waiting to not, I, mean, I, I thought if I can wait till the rain, I've got four days, you know, pretty much indoor stuff. And as I was doing it, <coughs> I was just getting crankier and crankier. And I was, you know, saying bad words and storming around, and, and but 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 aware that I was doing that, you know, and so um, and, and it's really a clue when I get upset when I'm working outside because it's my favorite thing to do. So that's like, you know, that's that's an eight by four. Yeah. <laughs> so um, and and so uh, what 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 was what I was noticing was. That, first of all, that I was noticing, mm-hmm. but that secondly, that the temptation would be to just say, "Oh, that you know, it's overwhelming, it's ego, it's you know, it's just all that, and I just need to calm down and do this and then do that." And 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 I think I would have missed that. I think there was a piece of information in it, mm-hmm. and the piece of information was that there is something I really am ready to let go of, mm-hmm. and um, and that I, I think I am. But it felt like uh, I can wait and that it can become clear because I have a major commitment in that area right now. <coughs> but I, <coughs> what arose was um, the way that conditioning can first make us all upset and cranky, but then tell us to just drop it all and not see that there may be, there may be things to see in that that um, 
Well, it's that conditioned thing, you know, where it straddles everything. Yeah. It's either all this or all that. Yeah. And um, so I'm just looking at, uh, I suspect that there is a, a particular commitment I'm ready to let go of. And I can't let go of it right away because I'm in a term, you know, and I'm in a little big project with it. And so I'll wait and I'll see. But um, it was just so helpful to catch that, um, that I don't feel bad about, feeling, about getting all cranky. Um, that, I, that just dropping it is really not always just the answer and that there's something here to look at yeah. and that itself cleared away yeah. you know that cleared away the, all the crankiness in itself yeah. um, so rather than just feeling overwhelmed and, and feeling resentful of that what is there in this to look at yeah. that I, I need to learn some things about or just see what is the impact of this really compared in, 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 in conjunction with all these other things? Yeah. So it was really kind of a start, I mean, I was really storming around that yard and and uh, and really angry. And but it was but there was that moment of catching this is what's happening. Uh-huh. I'm just really overwhelmed. And I'm really angry. And I'm really cranky. And I want to throw things and and um, and that's all that's going on actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. And uh, and so what is there to see in this? Well, you know, the, the process that, that just seems to be that you're describing is that, um, there's all this stuff going on and nothing's wrong. So even with the storming around, throwing things and crankiness, there is this sense of, well, that's just what's here. That's right. And everything's wrong and that's fine. And that's fine. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> and then it comes the, oh, I should just let go. But yes. even that, there's nothing wrong. And it, and it just seems like you weren't falling for any of that. There was this awareness that was just watching it all. Uh-huh. And in that space of just being present with it all, the information could arise. Yeah. That what ego pride would love is if it could just kept you focused on all that stuff, all right. that, and missed the larger picture. Or keep me focused on you should just drop it. Uh-huh. Yeah. yeah. Look away, look away, look away. Yeah. <laughs> Don't do something else. Yeah. yeah. So that was a really that's and and so I will just continue to watch this uh-huh. uh, and just see if it's true. Yeah. That I am ready to let it go. Um, <clears throat> there's something else that, that, that I've been I've been really uh, feeling aware of and grateful for. Um, you know, we have these new tanks <laughs> and um, lots of water being stored. And uh, it just for me, I've said this before, but um, it just for me uh, embodies uh, the potential for abundance mm-hmm. <clears throat> that is uh, that is over all around us. So, you know, so for several years we dragged through this droughty stuff, you know. And collected, you know, water in, in trash cans and, mm-hmm. and hand watered everything and had little tiny gardens that we hand watered and, and and it would have been so easy to stay in that mindset mm-hmm. that we don't have water here, mm-hmm. we live in a drought. But to get it, oh, we have water here. So how how do we work with the abundance that is there, mm-hmm. um, so that we and it are as fruitful as possible? And it just struck me that part of what I love about it is. It strikes me that Zen, and I think really almost any serious spiritual practice, is, does that. It's, it, it brings us into the abundance that's possible, uh, in, even in the midst of apparent drought. And uh, that's what I love about permaculture. You know, it's, it's how do we, we can, we can trust that, that life processes are fundamentally about abundance. So how do we work with that, rather than getting into a mindset of, 
there was something wrong and not enough in the mindset of somehow everything is deficient yeah. it's so wonderful to, to, um, yeah. to see practices that do that to have embodiments like big fat tanks in the, in the, in the uh, driveway and, and you know people who like well, I, I read about people who will take a, play, a, a piece of just desiccated land they just destroyed land and just work with it. And suddenly, you know, it's growing all kinds of stuff that not only is is new and fresh, but but you know, species that were thought to be extinct on that piece of land are coming back. And and the the potential for recovery and restoration is huge. And it just feels like uh, our practice teaches us that. And then just for me right now, those big fat tanks. And my big, my little fat, and my little skinnier tanks at home are all speaking to that. That um, we're invited to see what's possible here. Oh, yeah, gosh, that's just so. There's so much in that, and it's so beautiful, isn't it? It's just so beautiful that, and it's actually, actually, I see the same process that you were just describing. Mm-hmm. So there's so much could be focused on. Well, we just we have we just live in drought, and that's what's happening, and so we'll just hunker down and somehow try to survive. That's right. You know, and it's, and that that's one thing. But within that, when when we don't go to not not something's wrong, not enough. When we don't go to that, we don't indulge that. Mm-hmm. And this practice and all serious spiritual traditions occur, you know, offer that as a possibility. Mm-hmm. Then we can be with what is. Mm-hmm. What is is the fact that we have all this water <laughs> pouring down. Mm-hmm. Yes, pouring down off our buildings mm-hmm. that we're not capturing that we could, and we you know, and then all the creative stuff happens. And we get to these big fat tanks that then embody for you and for all of us, I think, mm-hmm. embody that beautiful expanded awareness of what's possible. Right. But not only something possible, it's actual. It's yeah. really here. Yeah. yeah. And how do we live with that in such a way yeah. that uh, it nourishes us and we uh, nourish it? I mean, yeah. How do we live in that kind of uh, reciprocal relationship. Yes, I was, the word cooperation was what was dropping it for me too. Reciprocal. That, and I and I loved the word that you used a minute ago, making it more fruitful. Mm-hmm. You know, I understand when this monastery was just built with that one before the pond came in, there, there was just no living creatures that came around here because there was no water source three miles and miles around. Now we have all this this life, and so that there's another embodiment of that. I yeah. Yeah, it is. It's just inspiring. It is very inspiring. Thank you. Thank you. Well, I just felt the energy just rise uh-huh. <laughs> with that. And um, yeah, as you said, it's such a beautiful example of looking at conditioning versus through conditioning uh-huh. to just be able to, you know, and to see, oh, yeah, there is some, you know, the, that, um, you know, we're in drought. And you know the worry into real into stop and realize there's something there's another possibility in that and to just and I, I guess what you know just to see the mirror of um, what's possible in a life too mm-hmm. yeah to yeah. take that same kind of fruitful thing right. to earth and apply it to right 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 right, yeah. right. That it's yeah it's just um, mm-hmm. there's untold abundance. And it's it's a case of you know, shifting the attention. Yes. Yes. To look at that which wants to convince that there is none. That you know that the 
That is... Yeah, I, mm-hmm. I, I have no repercussions with that better idea may have on the planet, you know, or on anything, you know? Because yeah. I'm, I'm just, you know, identified at that point, and it just seems like such a grand idea, and, and then... Yeah, and it's curious to me how it'll get just picked up, too. I mean, we see that in the kitchen. <laughs> you know, we see it everywhere. It's like, oh, that's a good idea. And then, yeah, without stopping to cons- without stopping and getting back here. I don't know. Oh, that, I mean, that's such a, that's such a uh, interesting and valuable point I think you're making, that, that the better idea seems like such truly a better idea. Mm-hmm. And what's wrong with that? Wouldn't you want a better idea? Mm-hmm. A better idea? Rather, mm-hmm. But that perspective may not, you know, it, it, there's, there's a certain humility and of seeing that I may not have the biggest picture here. Yeah, And the tricky part is, as conditioned humans, I mean, we can say, I've got this idea. <laughs> and then everybody might... Yes. You know, so communicating, you mean? Yeah, or just, no, but even you say, oh, well, I think it's a good idea. Let's start building a house. And then everybody says, yeah, yeah that's a really good idea. So it's it's not checking in with other folks, uh-huh. you know, to see if this idea, it, I mean, it gives um, it gives support for the privileged environment. Yeah. You know, to just, um, to just look at, to just be able to look at where those, ideas are coming from. Yeah. Well, and I, I, I don't, know, don't know if I'm putting this in there, if you're actually uh-huh. saying that, that, that it does invite, so you do have an idea, mm-hmm. and to check it out with people who may have a bigger picture mm-hmm. of, of the larger, you know, the larger mm-hmm. view. And the privileged environment uh, uh, facilitates that, because mm-hmm. we're going to bump into bump into that small mind. Right. If, if, if you know, and communication is the is the path out of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and to be aware of where what's it, <laughs> who's being communicated with. Right. Yeah. <laughs> not another not conditioned mind or another or or another conditioned human. Yeah. You know. <laughs> exactly. You know, is the communication yeah. from life and from yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. 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 How, yeah. Who am I communicating with? What's going on? What's really? What really mm-hmm. is the process here? Is it really communication, or is it just some sort of a yeah? I'm looking for val- validation of my yeah. 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 That's a really yeah. So anyway. Thank you. Thank you. Sharing. I'm really enjoying this. Uh, how this whole conversation goes together as it seems like they always do, right? Even though it, it, it could appear that we're talking about different things. So that, that notion of the house and, and that uh, the speculation that that could be where that eye focus comes in. Because we used to be all roaming wherever it was together uh-huh. and uh, as, a, as a big group and, uh, and surviving together. Uh-huh. And then we each get our little houses, and now I'm going to survive. Um, and, and so that conversation in the head is all about me surviving. It's not the abundance that we're also talking about. There's only so much 
And if you get it, I'm not going to. Yeah. And so it's just the whole thing is mm-hmm. that uh, uh, oppositional uh, perspective. And I was <laughs> I was looking at this morning. I was writing something to the folks in the uh, Socratic Kingdom class uh, because what has happened is that um, for the the last I guess we're on the third day into it, and every day is people coming in and saying, I, I, didn't, I didn't get my thing in on time. You didn't. I didn't check my email. I didn't know it was going to start on first. You didn't say that it was... Okay. And, and what I want to communicate to people is, if you read, if you read along with the class, it is just crystal clear that every problem that everybody is presenting is the conversation inside their head. Yeah. Just uh, and, and with some people, it's just so right there. I know what I'm doing. I can see what the problem is. Uh, so it's, um, say it's, uh, I don't know what it is. Um, I get anxious uh-huh. about, and I know I get anxious because I'm believing a conversation in my head that is making me anxious. What do I do? <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, are you serious? Right? I mean, at that point, gosh, I mean, we're really up against it. Yeah. Because I know what the answer is, yeah. and I still yeah. listen to a conversation in my head that's talking me into. So with the conversation this morning, getting to see that um, all of that that I stuff that makes you the enemy and them the enemy because we only have so much and I've got to get mine. Uh, it's, it's not even that at this point. Right. I am the enemy of it. Yes. Oh my gosh, yes. It's like the, it's like it's shrunk down to now it's the end of the battle is all here. It's not even me against the element. No. It's me against my neighbor. Now it's me against me. Right. It's, it's ego against me. Yeah, that's better way to say that. Yeah. Yeah. So it's going to, it's now, it's, it's just down into this, yeah, this thing that is going to survive against its hopes. Wow. Right, will sacrifice the, the thing that enables it to exist at all yeah. is is what it's consuming. Yeah. Ooh. It is so creepy. It is so creepy. <laughs> and yeah. it's so the, the pattern of addiction, isn't it? Oh, you know, that, that if I'm a heroin addict, I will kill. I will kill myself. You know, it, anyway, it's, it's not even it's not even rational. No, and, and if you're a heroin addict and you're trying to quit. The reason you can't quit is not heroin. Right. Right. The reason you can't quit is because that conversation in your head is is just pushing you, pushing you, pushing you, pushing you, pushing you to do that. Yes. And then, of course, as soon as you do that, as we all know, uh, it starts beating you and telling you it's your fault and because yeah. you're weak and it's all those kinds of things. Um, and so it's just, it's so wonderful for me to, to get that sense of, uh, how we lost the fact that this is the Garden of Eden. Mm-hmm. The, the story is pretty clear. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you got egocentric 
and uh, and lost interest in maintaining paradise yeah. uh, because you're just interested in maintaining yourself. Yeah. Uh, and it wasn't even yourself. Right. They were maintaining. Yeah. Uh, so uh, to realize that the that uh, that that is the case, and that that we do have the solution. Yeah. And the solution is uh, once again moving from I to we, which again we know, yeah. right? We have that information. That same conversation says, "Well, that's really nice, and I would love to help, uh, but what about me? Mm-hmm. As soon as I, as soon as I uh, take care of me, then boy, I am, right I, I'm right there with you. I'm, and then the system itself will make sure that that never happens. Yeah. yeah, because of the overwhelm, because I'm too busy, because." Well, that's what it was, has been dropping in as you were talking. Is that's why that what what Scott was pointing out with the laughter helped him see, helped the desire. Oh, that's not me. It's like that's the power of sangha. Yes, that that we have to have that something. Yes, many times. Yes, consistently. Yes, to make, to help us see that. Oh yeah, it's not me that I'm worried about surviving. It's conditioning that is that is that's getting to survive. Yeah, yeah. Because at the moment of death, it's what's going to go on. Yeah. That's what it's making sure of. That's it. Yeah. God, it's so creepy, isn't it? It, yeah. And actually, I had not ever seen it quite so clearly as I saw it when I just said it a little bit ago. How really horror movie-worthy <laughs> it is. That's is, that is a great description of it. Because, you know, you get a sense of the... Uh, Oh, I don't know. I'm remembering the old '60s movies of the Blob. Mm-hmm. That it just, you know, it just. They only this time it's coming in instead of going out. Yes, it's coming <laughs> in. And now you have to distress your neighbors. Now you have to distress your family. Now you have to. Now you have to distress yourself. Yeah. You know, and it's just like. Yeah. Ugh. And and of course not to not to derail us into this, but we're seeing it in our society. Yeah, just uh, ratcheting up, ratcheting up, ratcheting up. Where uh, everybody is is being uh, encouraged to pit ourselves oh, against yeah. everyone else who is the enemy. Because yeah. and how do we how do we parse it into smaller and smaller pieces of the yeah, other? You're mm-hmm. yeah, you. You know, I, I, I heard some. Uh, Etymology is that the sort of words? Anyway, that, that diabolical is that. The word diabolical means that very thing. That it's parsing, parsing. Die, die, cutting. All of those things. And mm-hmm. that's, that's the very process that you're describing. Mm-hmm. Diabolical. I learned that. I can't remember if we talked about it uh, uh, recently with uh, discussion and dialogue. Oh, say more. Well, the discussion, and of course we've always called this a discussion, which it's not. It's actually a dialogue. Uh-huh. Because a discussion is where I say something, and then you say something, and then I try to best what uh-huh. you said. And then you try to best what I said. So it's really a competition. Whereas a dialogue is I say something, and you say, ah, and, and then you add to that, and then they... You know, it's what happens here all the time. Oh, yeah. People are just adding to 
I think I got those right. Yeah, that would make sense. Yeah, mm-hmm. and that does feel like exactly what's happening. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. And then when we finish, we've all been changed in some positive way because mm-hmm. our our view is larger. Yes. Well, and one more, if I might add a word like that, is the word idiot. It's, it's really, it, it, means it, it is a person who is so self-absorbed that they have no vision of anything bigger. So um, that, you know, it's not just you're dumb or you're, you're not smart. It's, it's that you cannot see beyond, it's egocentric, basically. And I think, I think that the word is comes from. Uh, you know, something, something like that. Maybe somebody is a real... Yeah, well, we'll all go Google it. Yeah, okay. we'll go Google and then we'll come back together. <laughs> but isn't that fascinating? That yeah. That's what we've kind of become a, a, a society of idiots in the sense that I can't see past my own little needs. Somebody gave me, and it's called Fervent. 
Anyway, this uh, black female preacher. And I mean, she's evangelical tradition, and she's somewhat famous, if I could remember her name. And she talks about, with couples, that what happens is that when you get to arguing, you forget that who you need to align against is the devil. <laughs> and it's not really them, right? And so wouldn't it be lovely if we could, you know, all political affiliations, if we could just remember who the real enemy is. Uh-huh. And I've been having that experience in myself of, of you know, because I've got both inside of me, you know, right and wrong and good and bad and Republican and Democrat and, you know, atheist and religious, you know, just the whole thing is in here, right? <laughs> and so as I am... Practicing stepping to that place of uh, nothing wrong at a more deep level, or having the experience of that, uh, then I am feeling better, and I'm less judgmental of both sides, yeah. and I'm not deluded that they're the enemy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Including my 12-year-old, who until yesterday I thought was. <laughs> you know, Hitler's the enemy. I mean, Hitler's not the enemy. I can open my heart to that, but not to Peter. <laughs> well, and I go back to what that preacher, the one who yeah. was saying, was even though that we love so much, we can get into that delusion of thinking, oh, we're the enemy. And so we got to get on the same side and see the real enemy is that which makes me think she's the enemy. That's right. Yeah. And that is so important because one of the other thing I've been noticing is pretty cool about that is that when I stay aware of that, I'm still like, you know, I'm sick, so I'm kind of wimpy at times, but what happens when I stay aware of that is I'm just clear. So then, you know, I was reading her the H on the Enneagram and different kinds, and we get to the H, she's like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me. Yeah. Yes. And so, it, and, um, so she's pretty strong, even if she doesn't end up being an H, she is a very strong person. Uh-huh. And so, one of the things I noticed is that as I have become less deluded that there is a problem in here, so that I'm not projecting one in there, and that there is something that can take us both over and causes us to hold beliefs that then mm-hmm. clash, then I'm just like, go brush your teeth. Uh-huh. And she can feel, that's all I'm saying. Yeah. Yeah. And she knows I'm serious. Yeah. Whereas before, there was an agenda. Oh. There's something wrong. I'm not strong enough. She's bad. I'm going to ask her to brush her teeth, and she's going to flip out, and then I'm going to yell at her. And then, you know, uh, When that is all dropped, and there's just, in here, though, you know, in here. Well, talk about having mirrors, right? Yeah. That kids are like the great mirrors because as you, as you pointed out they're not fooled right? you know when you're coming from here and you say it and you mean it and then you, they know it and she just goes and brushes her teeth but as long as there's any wiggle and it's coming from well maybe I can you know, then it's not but, but as you say as long as it all starts here it all starts and ends here it really does. It just does. For me, because then what I notice is I'm more able. <laughs> this this more. Well, and, what, and what's getting projected is there's nothing wrong. Because there's nothing wrong here. And so as we expand that there's nothing wrong circle in here, 
then I can really believe there's something wrong. Uh-huh. There really isn't. There really isn't. <laughs> and then more and more gets included in that nothing wrong play. Yeah, yeah. So that's kind of what I'm playing with. Isn't that a good deal? It's such a relief. That's a good deal. It's a really good deal. I get grateful. Yeah, so yeah. thank you. Yeah, thank you. Just a quick thing, guys. When, when the, there's a reference to moving from I to we, mm-hmm. and I was thinking that's what happens when we say something in group and everybody laughs. Ah, when we say something in group and everybody laughs. Uh-huh. Or, or when, you know, we say something and then someone gives their version of it, uh-huh. their reaction to it, and all of a sudden, I, I mean, I just thought that that moves us out of the I into the we. Yes, and that's the purpose of a dialogue, isn't it? Or I don't know the purpose, but that's the effect of so a dialogue. And it's the effect of group. And then, yeah, and then so group, yeah. Yeah. It's kind of powerful, which is, which is why I think we, we all sense that, uh, I don't know, it's been talked about a lot in groups, what a disidentifying experience is. Mm-hmm. To come and sit in group, mm-hmm. because and participate in group, because it, it's just down here impossible. Ego just takes a beating when there's when the whole structure of something is designed to move from an I to a we. Yes. Yeah, that's what's happening. Mm-hmm. The laughter, the building on, what you know, everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you.